of sidebars podcast yes it's been a minute but we're back as usual and um yep. yeah we're going to give you the good stuff so it's just myself and omka on this episode today inam mm-hmm. is unavoidably absent you know she's she's had like a couple of tough weeks back to back and she's really just trying to catch her breath so for all you fanatics of Inam, you know, just send her. You send her, her fanatics. Today. Yeah, so among Inam gay fans, do see do just let me tell you the truth. Inam gay fans. But no fanatics. See, trust me, they be fanatics. A lot of people, I will not even lie, a lot of people listen to our podcast because of Inam. Inam has become a real character. And <laughs> she, put it now. Mm, she has just become the the love interest of a lot of people. I'll put it that way. But yeah, so Inam is unavoidably absent. Um, if you're missing her, just show her some love. Text her at Inam Oki on Instagram. Yeah, I'm not giving anybody a WhatsApp number, no. Uh, so yeah, you can text her on IG or on Twitter. Yeah, so obviously this is Barry. And um, I've got Omka with me. Omka, my brother, how have you been? Bro, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, I think it's, have... it's up to two weeks now. It seems like, feels like and it feels longer it feels longer like i will not mm-hmm. i'll not lie like i i miss you guys i miss you and inam and i miss the physical recordings you know right now i mean what we're doing is virtual and yeah uh, yeah it feels like forever really it feels like forever but man have you been what have you been up to yeah my past week um nothing eventful actually okay. um it has been planned i will not even lie it's just been walk, 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 walk. And I've been having like a couple of conversations with um prospective will I call them clients or people mm-hmm. I'm looking at working with, right? Yeah. So it's just been meetings. I also had like physical meetings, um, had to track some people down and all of that. So it's just been walk, 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 honestly. I'm catching up with family as well. You know, there was this other time I just called, man. It was really, really nice because mm. I'm trying to I'm learning to call often because I don't do that, to be honest. <laughs> so, <laughs> they, they always drag my shit. I'm not going to be like... So, the other day, the other day I called home and everyone was happy. Head yeah. from my mom, head from, like, my two siblings that are still, that still stay with my parents and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was really nice hearing from them again. Yeah, so, how, how, yeah, how has your past week been? Um, I think productive is the word. Yeah, productive is the word. Like, um, each day that goes by, like, I'm just super grateful because um, I think I achieve something new every day. And the week, the days have always been productive. So I think the highlight of it all has to be me um, co-hosting, like, the biggest e-gaming event that we've had in Nigeria. It oh, was nice. by Gamer Africa. And so I hosted the, the VIP section of it. Really, really cool event. Um, you know, I got to work with someone who I used to watch on TV a lot. That's Moses Praise. I mean, the name Moses Praise is synonymous with Super Sports. So, yeah, you should know him, the great boss. So, I mean, it felt good to work with someone like that who I used to think of working with. And then we finally had a chance to work together. So, even though it was brief, yeah, but then it was, it was nice. And um, I enjoyed the event as a whole. Um, I like the fact that um, e-gaming is now 
well registered in Nigeria. Even though some people listening to this podcast probably don't know what e-gaming is. So basically e-gaming is you know the usual consoles on the PlayStation. Barry Barry, you can't you can't talk to our listeners in such manner. What no, do you mean by no, our listeners I, don't know what e-gaming is? And I don't mean all our listeners, I said some. <laughs> As I said, some, some, obviously, some people don't know. Especially, no shade, no shade. I know some people call for me after this, but especially the ladies, you know. A lot of girls don't really like gaming or playing game consoles. I think probably maybe maybe one out of six ladies will probably be interested in games. I mean, people play games on their phone, the Candy Crush mm-hmm. and the likes and whatnot, but, you know, when it comes to consoles, not many women are familiar with that. I mean, it's just an area of interest. And I know some women that are crazy about games and are crazy about consoles, you know? I mean, I met some of them at the event as well, so... yeah, And so, they're really good. Oh, yeah, they're good. Obviously, they're good. They're good. I mean, some competed. Some competed. Although, majority of the competitors were guys. But, I mean, few ladies com- competed. I think I saw about three or four ladies that competed. So, it was cool. So, basically, e-gaming is you competing with other people online. Or you could also be in person, right? Um, and the the games that were up for... Or the, the games that were in the tournament... In e-gaming tournaments, we had the FIFA Ultimate Team tournaments. We had the usual FIFA kickoffs. I'm talking about FIFA 22. And then there was Mortal Kombat. There was Street Fighters. And um, there was Call of Duty. And then there was another game, G-O-D or G-O-T. I can't remember what exactly it was. But, yeah, it was really, really interesting. Um, we had, like, 16 representatives from different African countries, you know. Um, it was big. Yeah. It happened at a co-hotel. And... Um, I'm basically just putting my market out there. You'll shout me out if you want me to host your sporting events or oh, yeah, your elite man. events. Definitely, man. So that I think that has to be the major highlights thus far. I think of since the last time we recorded an episode. Yes, yes, yes. That has to be the major episode. So, um, guys. Okay. So first of all, um, happy Easter holidays to everyone. Mm-hmm. Happy Easter holidays. I'm sure a lot of people, especially 95 workers, they were looking forward to this holiday. Some people are still working this holiday, sure. True. Sadly, sadly. I know one or two people who are still working. You know, I saw snaps of a laptop and, you know, just people working, working from home with numbers and all that. I mean, it's not really fair, but among, that's adulthood. You know, that's adulthood. And I know some people that also need to go to the office physically, even during this period. I know someone that has to go to the office on Monday. I know someone that had to be in the office today. It was ridiculous. When she told me that she was in the office today, I'm like, what? Good Friday, public holiday, office, ha. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is. We need to, everybody's still hustling. We still need to make that money and, you know. But if you are, if you are still with those guys, you know, say for the office like this. See, the person that told me she was in the office today is my former colleague. <laughs> It's my former <laughs> colleague, so it, that you already know the answer to that. <laughs> but even when she still told me, I still acted surprised. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, what happened? Like, mm. public holiday, really? Because I don't, because I don't think that I'd ever been to the office on a public holiday. It's a lie. You had been, no? <laughs> I'd been, I think, only once, and then after that, I think I saw that I'll never go to the office on a public holiday again. I think the most recent time was in December. I think I went on Boxing Day. I didn't have a choice here. Mm. I had to go to the office on Boxing Day because I was traveling the next day. <laughs> Crazy. I was traveling the next day. I was traveling to the east the next day. So 
I didn't have a choice. Um, so yeah, once again, like happy Easter holidays to everyone. Um, yeah, just like I said, I know people are looking forward to the holiday. I mean, it's four days. Um, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, right? So, mm-hmm. Omar, do, do you have plans? I mean, Saturday and Sunday does not count now. <laughs> okay. Be- me, nothing. To be honest, nothing serious. See, my life, my life this past week has been boring. I think this is the most boring it has been, to be honest, because it's just been like staying at home, facing my laptop, and like getting work done. So even today, um, as in as I'm talking, I'm on my laptop. To be honest, <laughs> we get yeah, man, so, work doesn't stop. Yeah, so I'm almost to stop. Oh, to stop. <laughs> <laughs> you got stop. I'm going to the next. I defuse you. I defuse you. Smalls are smalls. Amen. To stop eventually. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what my weekend, that's what my holiday will be. So, nothing, yeah. nothing eventful at the end of the day. How about yours? To be honest, for me this weekend, I'm just really looking forward to sleeping. You know, um, I, I haven't been, my sleep pattern hasn't been the best, right? Mm. And then, you know, going to the gym um, five days a week, you know, I'm always looking. Because I, I think the more I go go harder in the gym, the more mm. my body wants sleep. You know, like today was such a grueling session. And then after taking a hot bath or more, the only thing I just wanted to do was sleep. I'm not even going to try to bed. I just wanted to sleep. So, mm. I mean, talking about the gym, yeah. So, I mean, I remember earlier, at the start of the year, I spoke about it on the pod. So, I might as well just give you guys an update. So, um, so but first of all, confession. <laughs> throughout the month of March, <laughs> throughout the month of March, I didn't go to the gym, right? For reasons best known to me. I didn't go to the gym throughout the month of March. But then I did start the whole journey in February, right? And then my way in in February was... 93.3 kg so when i did a weigh in april um which was like a couple of days ago um it was 90.5 so i lost like 3 kg in total that's um, progress yeah definitely man i'm i'm happy about that because I, I mean apart from that apart from seeing that okay on the scale that 3 kg lost mm-hmm. in the outfits i wear you know now i fit into the outfit and the outfit is now sticking <laughs> on my body <laughs> <laughs> you know that's the best way i want to put it um but yeah i feel good um i feel lighter on my feet um all like right now my shorts all of a sudden my shorts seem to be getting slack i need to always tighten them because you know it seems like obviously losing weight there as well waist is getting smaller as nice. ladies, you see. i don't know ladies are so particular about tiny waist you know but that's a conversation for another day let's not be getting to it Obviously, yeah. So I mean, I see that as all this progress, and um, so yeah, I was out with a couple of friends this past weekend, and I hadn't seen some of them in a while. So I mean, it was I mean, I got like positive feedback from them. They were like, "Oh, you look different. Have you been going to the gym? Been working out?" So I mean, it's good when other people notice it, and it's not just me. So obviously, it means I'm doing something right, and then um, yeah, definitely, I think I'm improving every day. I, yesterday when you and I spoke. You know, I told you that, oh, like, I increased my bench press by 5 kg between Monday and yesterday, right? Yeah, I remember. So today, I don't know, I think I'll make this a habit. So today, because yesterday what happened was that I went into the gym, I saw 20 kg already on the bench press. I was like, might as well just do it. Because I restarted in April with 10 kg, right? Mm. And then on Monday, I did 15. So yesterday, I did I did 20 and then when I got into the gym today, 
I saw 60 there and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> let's let's just give it a go. Let's see what's happen. But you went for 60. I went for 60. So the difference was that I declined the chair. So okay. I mean, because when it's inclined, it's harder. Yeah, and you can't yeah, do yeah. as many reps. So I started to do 60 kg and then I I declined the chair and I was able to do 10 reps. Like 10 reps on my 10 own. Reps Funny thing was, yeah, 10 reps of 60. Funny thing was that when the, the trainer did it first and I saw the way he struggled a bit. <laughs> so when he struggled a bit, I already told him that almost he forgets the highest that I can probably do is 5 kg. That's the last thing yeah. I said. But then immediately, like, I took it up and I started going. When I got to the fifth rep, Omar, I was like, you know, just let me keep on going. And then mm-hmm. I did. It was easy. So I think by the ninth rep, I could feel that, okay, I just I just go back to reality. I think they are just... <laughs> and then I just needed a bit of a, like, little spotting to just complete the tenth rep. But, I mean, I was able to do that with three sets. Wait, so... to, 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 the ninth, to the ninth rep, you didn't, nobody spotted you? Nobody spotted me. It was until the tenth uh, rep that... Yeah, so oh, I mean that was I don't even know when you're trying sixty for the first time. Yeah, really. So I mean I'm I'm happy about that. At least there's progress. I mean just general progress in every kind of program I'm doing at the gym. I think my worst day ha- at the gym has to be um cardio. I hate cardio. I hate cardio day. Um because it takes a lot from me, right? It takes a lot of movement. I don't have a problem with leg day. You know, mm. actually actually like cardio because I don't know, it has a way of making me feel like fit. And mm. lighter. Anytime I do cardio, like and I think that's, that's the after effect. When you when you are doing this there and there, mm. it feels like oh, like you're always of gasping. Course, right there, there to you, you know, it's difficult. Uh-huh. So, but I actually like leg day has to be my worst because after leg after leg day, let's say mm. I'm going I'm going out maybe the next day, bro. Yeah. I still feel down. Just <laughs> to be taking random steps, my legs. So I think yeah, there has to be it has to be like I don't know if I'll call it worse. And it's not like I'm necessarily looking like getting more mm-hmm. flesh or anything in my like my leg area or anything. So I'm yeah. just like trying to get it toned and everything. Of course, yeah. And so just, it's not it's not my just balancing there. the body basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I probably know I don't have a problem with leg day. What what helps me with leg day is the fact that I've got this pair of Nike sneakers that are kind of should I say? I think the word is they carry me. Let me just put it that way. They carry me well. So at the end of leg day, those sneakers basically take me home. To be honest. <laughs> so it's not your leg taking me home. <laughs> it's not my legs that are taking me home. I'm not even like those sneakers are the ones that take me home. So you know they make me feel comfortable um as well. So yeah, so yeah, I mean that's that's the updates at the gym, man. Hopefully, you know, it gets better. So diving into um, the tea for today and um you know it's it's quite sad that in our society because this is this is something that we all know as kids right but mm-hmm. it never really hits the limelight till you know the age of digital media and you know and also people coming out to speak more often and um I mean, a couple of days ago, we lost a prominent figure in the gospel music industry, right? Um, her name is, <clears throat> excuse me, her name is Osinachi. Some people call her Ma Osinachi. I mean, she's the popular croner for the song Equeme. And um, it's quite sad that she lost her life at such a young age. And, you know, it came out to be that um, 
she lost her life due to domestic violence, domestic abuse from her husband. And, you know, uh, reading the stories, is quite sad to also know that um, her kids were involved. Not that her kids were involved, per se, but they, they knew about it. Yeah, they knew about it. But obviously, you know, they're being bullied by the man and whatnot. And um, it's really, really sad. It's really, really sad because, for me, the way I dissect, or the way I have dissected the issue, you know, I feel like, Oh my God forgive me, but this is just my genuine thoughts. And I mm. know that there's some sort of facts to it. Yeah, and there's some sort of truth to it. I really just feel like, you know what, a major reason why she died, why she died is because of what the church has become today. So I'm, I'm saying basically, um, in 21st century today, the church is a place where um, there's a lot of judgment, sadly. You know, and that's the one place where you should be free of judgment. But sadly, there's a lot of judgment, and a lot of people hide under the guise of quote and unquote Christianity, the religion of Christianity, yeah. right? To be perpetrating wickedness. Exactly. And is and, and another thing is that I felt like she probably she maybe she was probably thinking this is just an assumption, this is just my opinion, by the way. She was probably thinking about um, you know, what people will say if she comes out to share her story that, oh, she's facing domestic abuse and, you know, I'm sure... And then some people would then take advantage of the fact that, oh... I mean, just assume she came out to say she's suffering from domestic abuse and she decides to get a divorce and then any other person can just randomly say, oh, if... Um, if... If my if my Osinachi could do that, why can't I do that? Why can't mm. I get a divorce as well? You know, um... To the extent I know of reading the Bible, I know that there are only two grounds for getting remarried. First of all, divorce is not um, supported in the Bible, right? And then the only grounds for getting remarried are, number one, um, adultery and your spouse dying, right? But then again, I mean, the Bible was, um, should I say, okay, yeah, the Bible was inspired of men, but in a different age, you know, and probably in an age where um, domestic abuse was actually not a thing, right? Another assumption of mine. I'm just trying to make sense. Of Do you think it, is right? that? You think there was no domestic abuse in the Bible times? Probably, even if there was, even if there was, it was not pronounced. It would have been really, really low key. You understand what I'm saying? That really low key because the difference in this new age is that I mean, growing up, I was aware of it around probably the neighborhood. And maybe stories from other people in maybe in church or so or in the society. Do you understand what I'm saying? But it was never pronounced. It was it's just recently in the in the age of digital media that it has become pronounced. Do you yeah. understand what I'm saying? So even if you, you know was, yeah, talking talking Yeah, talking about talking about the church, right? Yeah. Because I think this this should give like some background. I heard I think Pastor Eneche. So I think he was serving under his ministry. Was like um, he never knew she was being abused. She, I think, she and her husband came to him for um, medical counsel and all of that. So he directed mm. them to you know, the medical directors or something of the church, and okay. they saw them through that, through so many procedures and all of that. So even mm-hmm. to the point where he said, I think he footed some of the bills for them. So basically, mm. she was working. She was like a chorister in the church and all of that. And yeah. he didn't know about 
So when he finally mm-hmm. got to hear about the story, then he now started hearing like different stories from the kids, even from I think the choir director, that he mm-hmm. saw the husband slap the wife. And mm-hmm. Pastor Nature was like, How will you be in front of your fellow man and see him slap a woman, even if mm-hmm. it's the wife? And there is no reaction to that. And Baba, yeah. she went on her knees begging him that he should not do anything about it, that he shouldn't tell mm. people. I think she was scared of what people were going to say. Exactly. Maybe even the marriage. And you know this thing where churches... See, to, be, to shock you that if she actually got a divorce or separated from the man, that some churches will not give her platform. Exactly. You know, something like that. You know the way this thing goes sometimes. And it's sad. And it's sad to know things like this. Because at first, I think life is priority. If you're staying yes. there and they're beating you up, what's the point? I think you should Honestly. actually leave. Is is at least separate, separate mm-hmm. for the moment. Get your sanity back. You should not want yes. to be beating you up like you dog or anything. So it was, it was really really sad hearing her story and mm. see, so many people have been giving hot takes, hot takes. But then at the end of the day, you'll be shocked at the way churches, ministries will treat her. If she was actually separated from her husband. And it's like it would exactly. be shocking if people like decide not to give her platforms because of that. So that's that could actually be some of the basis why yeah she didn't I, be, want to I, I believe so. Out. I believe so hundred percent. I believe this is that's one of the major reasons because that's just the way the Nigerian church is today and the Nigerian society, right? And then mm-hmm. um so after that, after that happened, the truth is that a lot of more people started coming out to speak about their own truth. You know, yeah. people started speaking about. I mean, a lady came out to say that someone that she was meant to get married to this past weekend, she had to call it quits. She had to call, in fact, this weekend they were about to approach. She had to call it quits. She made a post on Facebook talking about the fact that this guy has been physically abusing her and she's currently even still suffering from headaches from the last assault. And he was even in the house of his in laws and you know, he got angry and he was threatening to um, attack her with a cutlass. I mean, just imagine, but wow. thankfully she had... And they are not married. And they are not even married yet. So just imagine what happened when okay. they now finally get married. You know, so thankfully she had the courage to come out to say that openly. And then, you know, to give more context to what I was saying as regards blaming the church, right? And blaming the society. So... Um, I saw this post on Twitter, you know, it says in, in a close Facebook group, a woman complete, complained that her 15, that her husband raped her 15-year-old daughter, his stepdaughter. Now, there were now some advices below. So just listen to what some people are telling a woman who found her husband, you know, sexually abusing her daughter. I mean, first of all, you know, the, the truth is that someone like that should just be jailed because yeah. that is wrong. That's pedophilia you know and then some women are saying send your daughter away and maintain your marriage forgive your husband is it wait, this hus- is coming from a woman another woman yes so all these are women this woman says send your daughter away and maintain your marriage forgive your husband it's temptation for both of you thank god she is not pregnant send her away anyway she have i mean let's you so that she will have her own life if you destroy your marriage because of her tomorrow she will still marry and leave you please apply what? wisdom just imagine Another woman says, my dear, take your daughter away from your husband. Make her tell you every detail of her movement. As for your husband, admonish him seriously, but then try to forgive him and build up your home for the sake of the rest of your children. I mean, when you hear things like this, this is just like the list of the ridiculous takes that um, 
I saw another, another woman had the ghost to say, please, man, go back to your husband's house. Endure it for the fact that your husband... That's the that's the problem. You see that word endure. Guy, it has been abused like I really I really really don't understand it. It's it's something that there's just this suffered mentality. Some people feel like it's a it's a crime to leave a marriage. Mm. And I think we really need to abolish that. I think it's a genuine serious problem in our society today. Well, you know, one thing I'm just happy about is the fact that people can now speak up. People are more confidence is speaking up and i just want more people to speak up because if you don't speak up you will not seek help yeah um if you if you speak up to the mass public you would get that good advice despite getting useless takes because obviously you can't take advice from everyone but then you will get the one that makes sense the most because at the end of the day your life is also important mm-hmm. you know the life you know of the your truth. children are important yeah the truth is that you don't even necessarily have to come to social media to tell us you True. might have like people you have like respect for they could be mm-hmm. your parents i don't know just people that you hold like in high regards and you talk to but, but, but you know the problem the problem is that even sometimes parents as well can tell you the same thing oh endure, oh, endure. i mean yeah let, let me give you an example like a close mm-hmm. friend of mine yeah um she recently got into a, a committed relationship right with someone okay. and then she i mean this is less than it's not even up to a month or let's say less than a month and then she realizes that okay whenever they have arguments this guy just decides to ghost her he decides not to communicate and mm. he decides to soak but then he would go on talking to her siblings but he will stay away from her he won't call her he won't talk to her and then you know she will be the one begging and whatnot and then she just it just occurred to her that look why am i doing this like we are both adults if you feel a certain way Let's talk about it and then let's move on as soon as possible. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand that for some people, you know, some people need to work on forgiveness and the way they feel and how to move on quickly. Some people are not really good with moving on quickly. But however, it's, it obviously doesn't make sense for you to ignore your partner for just because you had a fallout. Because obviously mm-hmm. fallouts are inevitable. You are two different human beings from two different backgrounds. I mean, you would have arguments and whatnot. So, you, so your solution to... Um, the argument is you always walking off and you always just ghosting your partner. Obviously, yeah. that's not going to work. It doesn't make the situation better. You understand what I'm saying? And then she explained this yeah. to her mom and then her mom says, oh, that, that men are like that. You need to, don't worry that he wow. will change. You need to endure. And, she's, and she, she basically, she tells me for her mom, she's like, what are you talking about? I'm not married to this guy. See the way he's tricking me. This is obviously, in, in her own words, she feels like, oh, this is God probably just giving her hindsight before she jumps mm-hmm. into um, a one-way, you know, a, a mistake. Do you understand what I'm saying? And because the guy yeah. was not even, the guy was not even willing to change and he wasn't willing to listen. So sometimes parents are a problem. Sometimes the people you think would give you proper advice would not give you proper advice. That's what sad. That's why sometimes, or rather, right now, if you don't have mm-hmm. people who would always tell you the truth, irrespective, sometimes I feel like depending on the situation, like the situation of that lady that the fiance was, I mean, was close to killing her. I believe the best yeah. thing is just shout out to social media and just shout out everywhere so everybody hears and everybody knows. So in case of in case it's, they know who to hold responsible because 
it's really a problem. And and I think that for for these men or people that get involved in domestic violence or abuse, they have problems. They probably have anger issues. They've got um, childhood trauma. And another thing is that... Yeah, but Barry, yeah. the, the problem with like going on social media is that like your your business is out there in public and you can never take it out. Mm. So that's just... That's what me, I feel the, um, the, the bad part about it is basically because now you give out all this information on social media, people are giving their takes. Sometimes it could even get to weigh you down. See people talking like shit about you, saying things mm. that, are not that are not necessary. People that don't even have background to what's actually happened are just assuming mm-hmm. that probably you're the one at fault. I mean, I told you someone is hitting me and you're saying, what did I do? Mm. Like, trust me, you see things like that on social media if you put your business out there. But then, yeah. I, I think, I just think, maybe if you have, I was going to say the parents, but it also depends on the kind of parents you have. I mean, if you have exactly. to, like, yes, if you talk to these people, they will come up with like meaningful solutions, then fine. But if you have like close friends, maybe a circle of friends that you think, and this is why it's also have like reasonable network of people that you know mm-hmm. you could talk to in situations like this, people that you could go to and seek for counsel and seek for help, and they will actually give you the help you deserve at that point. Because going to, to be honest, going to social media, I don't know if it's the best. I don't know if okay, it's so the best. Okay, so I have, I have a question for you. If you don't now yeah. have credible people around you, or if you don't have people that can actually help, or people that would be stern and always tell you the truth, what is the next best solution mm-hmm. for people like that? Um, I think... Leaving, just leave first. I think leave that situation first, then you counsel. And I mean, you, I, I think common sense. I don't even want to say common sense because at that point, <laughs> your judgment is clouded. And this is even going to take me into what I think we should talk about why people endure situations like this, why people stay in situations yeah. and they know they are being molested, they are being abused by their partners. So I think that's maybe something we should talk about. Why do mm. people still remain in this kind of relationship? Well, I mean, in that context, I would I would use Will Will Smith and Jada, right? The way mm-hmm. I see things, the way I've analyzed and perceived things, I feel like you know, number one, the truth is that Will Will obviously loves her to a fault, but then to a fault in which he feels like if he leaves her, he probably would not find better. Okay. Same thing. Same thing with Annie. Annie Dibia. Because in in fact, in the case of Annie, it's crazy because we found out. I mean, an article after that um that show on um um on Netflix, young famous and African. An article dropped, and then apparently Two Face had been cutting her since she was fifteen, and he was twenty six. So there's already. So obviously, he had been basically. He basically groomed her she is the rather he's the only one that she knows you know and obviously someone like that leaving him will be a problem because number one she already even has kids for him she obviously doesn't Mm -hmm. want to have kids for another man he's the best person that she knows and she feels like i mean the (laughs) a major reason why she is who she is today is because of him and and she would obviously feel like if she leaves if she leaves him 
things will not be the same again. So people have these issues. People are afraid. Some people are afraid that, oh, they will not find better. They will not meet someone better, you know, because of, and the major reason because they will compare and contrast. They feel like they won't see better outside of that relationship or that marriage. Yeah. Another thing is that people care way too much about what other people say. It's not an easy mm-hmm. thing. It's not easy. It's not easy to develop that character to say or that mind to say, okay, look, I don't care about what this person says. I don't care about what this person says. I'm going to do what is right for me. So it's it's not that easy. Another thing is that some people don't understand what it means to do what is best for you. There's a difference between doing what is best for you and being selfish. I believe yeah. people need to understand that there are two different. Like things. you need you need to prioritize yourself at the end of the day. Exactly. And then sometimes, even if we're talking about selfishness, sometimes selfishness is needed. Sometimes it's good to be selfish. You don't always need to lay down for everybody because eventually you'll be walked over. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's in, in that regard, I think that's a major problem. But at the end of the day, it's your life, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You'll still have something to say if maybe your pictures come out and you're being abused. So why not just leave and know that you're doing it for yourself and it's the right thing to do? So thinking about what people will say, maybe what family will say, how they will perceive you and everything. Or more, your health, you should prioritize yourself. Your health is important. And some other reason why I think people stay in abusive relationship is mm-hmm. maybe for finances. True. You get, they are scared if I leave, um, who is going to take care of the bills. And this is why it's important. As a man, as a woman, you should have something that is bringing in money for you. Exactly. Even if your, your husband or your wife like is the richest man on earth, you should have like that little thing that you could always fall back to. That I can say at the end of the month, someone to want to think is coming in for me because some people are scared that if I leave, they might not support me because probably you've been depend you've been depending on him all the while. So True. just find find something like and keep yourself busy that you know brings in money at the end of the month and you could sustain and fall back on at the end of the day. One of the reasons why they might not want to leave for um their kids so this is actually a big one because some women believe that um being a single parent has a way of reflecting on the kid so they feel if they should leave the marriage um it should tell on the kids and everything but um, But then but but then again is it is it then best to allow your kids witness you being abused i feel that as well that's now the problem as well Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel that as child trauma as well because another thing is that generally in in Nigeria, you know, the style of parenting is is very rigid, you know, very cultural and very uh, well, very cultural centric and very religious centric, you know. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily always help the yeah, grooming of the you, child. You know, you know, at the end of the day, if your children are experiencing that, you're traumatizing them because I I don't know. I think it was a Twitter space I was on, and someone was saying um she had this friend that her partner was not hitting her and she was like why is he not hitting me he's not man enough. when i heard that i was like what mm-hmm. what that's that's just this, that's, this that could go down yeah this could go down to the kind of family she came up from probably she True. came up from a family where her father beating her mother her mother fighting back was normalized mm-hmm you get so she mm-hmm. actually sees no problem in that and she maybe sees it as a way of surviving in marriages and all of that so mm-hmm. at the end of the day if you're living you're living for the good of your children and yourself yeah. as well nobody should endure domestic violence and abuse at all nobody it should not be tolerated at all it really should not be tolerated at all and i just hope that everyone 
listening to this or anyone going through it should just please you know um have the courage to to be able to speak out and to be able to get out of that situation yeah, yeah. and yeah, you know yeah people i think people also see these signs before um getting into the marriage and i mean i'm happy for that your friend um mm-hmm. say her her man was ghosting her or something so the, to be honest you see some of these signs maybe he might not necessarily hit you you go out yeah. to eat um he's rude to the waiter and he's nice yeah. to just you see yeah, he go reach you last last to be honest so if you, exactly. if you see if you see all these signs and it doesn't sit right with you i think you should call it quits it's actually easier to call it quits before the marriage when honestly involved, I, I, when... I think i find it i find it a huge sorry to cut you short but i find it a yeah. problem whereby um people see the signs but decide to ignore mm-hmm. that thing it, it seriously irks me because it's one thing for you not to have seen it it's another thing for you to have actually noticed and you started to you ignore know, it yeah. ignore it or put a blind eye to it and then when the issue then comes full force, you then come crying. But really, you did know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the sad part is that there are so many people that are just inevitable. They, despite you, or despite them seeing the signs, they still wouldn't do anything about it. Yeah. And that's just sad. That's just really sad. But, um, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it just makes sense for you to care for yourself as well. You know, your life is important. Your mental health is important. You know, mm-hmm. I think we here in nigeria i think we need more um what's the word now maybe more sensitization yeah Yeah. more sensitization and knowledge about mental health because it does it it goes a long way it's part of who you are and it's good you need to be healthy mentally as well apart from physically and spiritually you know it's a Mm -hmm. a major thing but i mean it is what it is, and um, I just want to say that to everyone listening to this pod, if you are going through this, you feel free to reach out to any of us, um, and you can also send a mail to us if you want to try to be anonymous or whatnot, sidebarspodcast at gmail.com. Um, just speak out, just speak out, that's what we want, right? Alright guys, so we've come to the end of this episode, um, thank you so much for riding with us to this very point, but mm-hmm. as always, our custom um, you know, we always talk about new music and what we've been listening to. So, Omoka, have you listened to anything new or what exactly have you been listening to these past couple of weeks? Um, Nothing new, to be honest. Nothing new. I've just been, like, everything I'm listening to now, I've mentioned <coughs> on the pod. So, I'll just be, like, repeating myself. So, nothing okay. out of the ordinary. How about you? Um, So, just two artists that I started listening to recently. So, first of all, Someone put me onto Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow is an American rapper, a white American rapper, and he's quite yeah. good. Yeah, he's very good. He's very good. And for me, he's like almost like a blend of Mark Miller and Drake. So yeah, he's, he's a, a he's a he's a Nigerian artist. No, 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 he's American. <laughs> he's he's American. Oh, okay. His name is Jack. Jack Harlow. Yeah, that's his name. So if you've not heard about him before, check him out and listen to him. If you like rap music, you like him. If you like Drake, if you like Mac Miller, you definitely like John Harlow. And obviously, the latest person I've been listening to is Boy Spice. Um, he's the new Maven act. So, yeah, if you want to support Nigerian stuff, music... His stuff is good. His stuff is good. Um, I listened to the album. First of all, I liked his freestyles from 2020. Those are the ones I really liked. But then listening to the, the album, my yes. first listen, I'll be very honest, only one song stuck out for me, which was the last song on the album. Um, although the, the other songs were okay, 
um, they were calm. But for me, I think the only one that really stuck for me had to be the um, the last song on the album. So the name of this, it's a self-titled EP. Okay, he called it an EP, not an album. Forgive me. So I think, and then his name is Boy Spice, B-O-Y-S-P-Y-C-E, right? Mm. The one that stuck out for me the most was Destiny. But I would say that he has good, very, very good lyrical content. That's even the first thing. He's got great lyrical content. So I think you guys should check him out. Um, the song that is making the rounds the most is his song Dreams. That's the first song of the EP. So yeah, you guys should check it out. It will be worth your listening, definitely. Yeah. All right. So guys, um, don't forget to share this. As you listen, share, comment, like, um, subscribe on Apple Music, rate us. You, you guys see Podcast. that that rating is important. You get extremely. So extremely. if if you can you can just drop like a comment on Apple Podcast. Yeah, what you think about of course if, if you know they give us five star, don't rate us so. So, <laughs> so five star rating first. And you can rate on Spotify now, I guess. So yeah, it just helps it helps other people come across the pod as well. So definitely, and then you know, sidebar is also available on Google Podcast as well. Yeah. So yeah, don't dwell on that. So it's been a great ride with you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah.